Welcome to the Bear Hug Club, a pro wrestling podcast of positivity. Welcome back to the Bear Hug Club podcast. As always, I'm your host, Greg. And at the moment, I'm joined by one of my boos, Garrett. Hello, Greg. That was a beautiful entrance, babe. Um, so, yeah, we're back after a week-long break. Uh, there wasn't really a reason for it. Uh, Garrett wasn't free last week, and then me and Jace were like, should we just take this week off? I, I was feeling a little burned out. Did you have a good week off? Uh, no, I had, a, I had a week off because I was... Uh, uh job hunting and 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 uh you know crying myself to sleep and things like that but yeah but you know i uh, I, I was talking to you about how i'm 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 a drivey boy now i'm driving here and there drove to my hometown only stalled twice uh nice, it was because nice. someone was behind me and i was very nervous that's the only reason why i stalled because i don't want to <laughs> like, I, I won't i won't stall if i don't think about it but the second i'm like i oh, don't stall here i do yeah no, I, I did, as we were talking about before the pod, I did driving lessons very briefly back when I turned 17, but I was probably the most nervous driver on the planet. Like, I'm just a nervous person in general anyway, and, and like, well, not as much as I used to be, but when it comes to, like, being behind something that you could feasibly kill somebody with, I was very much, like, overthinking and panicking too much. So I don't know when, if ever, I'll get my license, but so far I've never really needed to drive. I'm good at walking and taking public transport. I mean, we both lived in London. Like, who needs a car in London? It's a bit pointless. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had anyone beep at me yet. Um, mm. If anything, a lot of the times that I've stalled are, are like when I'm because I'm I'm in the country, so uh, I'm I'm having to you know pull into you know right up next to a hedge to let someone pass, and I'm I'm pulling in and I'm stalling and I've stopped, and then they're like, oh yeah, thank you, and I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but I, I imagine the difference between like if I stall at a junction, and someone beeps at me, and then me. Yeah. You know, five foot six gets out, and I'm like, I'm trying my best. I'm doing my keep, best, man. I'm gonna keep beeping. <laughs> but if you if you get out, how tall are you? Ah, uh, like six two, six three, I guess. They probably stop. They'd probably stop honking the horn. Yeah, I mean, you know, like six three dude with green curly hair steps out. You're gonna think first of all, what the fuck's going on, and secondly, maybe, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah, I, I get out, and they're like, why is this child driving this car? <laughs> I, I, I get out and I clearly like have to lift myself back onto the booster seat. Hello, where's your mommy? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it hurt a tiny bit, and I was like, "Why did that hurt?" <laughs> sorry, mate. Um, right now we're just kind of stalling for time because Jay should be here, so we're we're planning to do. We've we've kind of come up with two different ideas for a fantasy booking thing we want to do, and we're going to trial one of them today. And Jace is the one who's basically supposed to be leading this one, and he's just not here yet. So the whole first part of this recording, this live stream, could just be us completely riffing and not even really talking about wrestling. Uh, let's let's riff, but let's keep it let's keep it somewhat in the squared circle, right? Maybe let's keep it in the ring. Yeah. Um, they had the uh, Wrestling Observer Awards, right? Recently. 
They did. Um, I didn't see them all, but I saw a typical article where Jim Cornette was, of course, getting really pissed off because Tony Khan won Booker of the Year. Apparently, he didn't have much issue because I think Tony Khan won... I think AW won promotion of the year and Khan won something else, which he was like, you know, that's fine. But then he he took real umbrage with a guy who's never really been in wrestling before, won Booker of the Year. Typical mm. corny crap of him just basically being like, oh, it's not like how it was back in my day. And it's like, no, it's probably better than it was back in your day. Uh, da, 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 da. So the 2020 Wrestling Observer Awards. We have Wrestler of the Year goes mm-hmm. to John Moxley. Ooh. Um, because well, All right. To, 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 pr- to preface this, a lot yes. of people, when they... Okay. Well, we should point out. We should point out in... these are voted for as well. So it's not yeah. just Dave Meltzer being I like. I don't think Dave actually even has his own vote, or Brian, or anyone. No, I think it's purely fans who yeah. vote in on this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No votes are weighted or anything like that. It's just subscribers to the newsletter that vote. Um, which you know, as someone who is uh, part of the the internet wrestling community, um, as well as just the wrestling community as a whole, it, it feels more toxic. In the internet wrestling community, but when you really think about it, yeah. they're just a little bit more quiet. It shows until they get a bit pissed. Um, yeah, it comes out a little bit more. The but... the quiet people are the ones who are usually very vocal on the comments section on Facebook, and like you said, once you get a few beers in them, they'll start being really misogynistic. I guess like like that time at that progress show, which I really want to punch the people sat next to us. Yeah, um, there are people that are constantly like. Even though they're just like told again and again and again, this is an audience vote, you know, yeah. like it's it's a voted award, like like most awards of some kind, you know. Even the Oscars are, are the the committee, the Oscars committee that like are built, you know, made up of directors that would choose the best director or cinematographers that would choose the best cinematographer and things like that. Yeah, um, like with any award, any award, other than you know a gold medal or uh, any kind of like voted uh, award. Oh, hello, Slives. Any Hi, kind Slives. of like, um, yeah, any kind of award that you vote on means nothing. No awards mean anything unless you literally like get it at the Olympics or or mm. like you know Premier League or something. Yeah, like an actual unless event been... where you, you're you're getting it because you're the best. Oh yeah, um, like like there's actually had to be a contest you've had to win. Like this is why. Things like the Oscars and the Grammys don't even matter, even though they've got like professional judges. It's it's really um it really doesn't matter in the end, you know? It's unless people are actually competitive for it. There's not I'm much sure, like sure, merit to it. A lot of people have some kind of uh, uh Hey Lucy. I'm sure people have some kind of like buy-in on it. Because with the Oscars, right? If you win yeah. an Oscar, if your film wins an Oscar. The reason that they vie for and they release things in Oscar season is because if you win an Oscar, you instantly sell more DVDs or you sell more yeah. tickets if you're going. Or, it's, you know, it's just a big advert. Going. It's a big advert. Yeah. For something like this, it's probably not the same. Uh, I'm nah. sure there's a little bit of it where someone, if anything, right, it's more for the wrestlers like your, your Kenny Omegas currently or your um, uh, MJFs who are going to use this as a gimmick, who are going to be like... Um, yeah, you know, I won, I won <clears> this, I won that, uh, and a lot of them already have. Like uh, Pat McAfee won Best Rookie of the Year, which is yeah, fair enough. I, I yeah, really I'd, I'd say that's fair. Yeah, especially promo wise, it was great. Um, 
but yeah, everyone's fucking complaining that it's just like, oh, Meltzer just gives these awards away. It's just like, well, he doesn't. It's the like that, I think that's at least one thing about it. at least it's for the fans by the fans. You know what I mean? At least it's yeah. more of the people's word. Like, fair enough. I think there is a certain type, kind of like clientele who do like to read the Observer, but even still, it's the fans' pick at the end of the day. It's not Meltzer just saying this person was the best or this match was the best. It's what the people want to put as the best. So we've got uh, there are quite a lot of different awards, and they they vary from like uh... they've got a fucking huge list. It gets it's it's ridiculous like the amount of different ones because they've got MMA as well, right? It's not just purely on wrestling. Uh, I believe so. The only ones I have here are wrestling ones. The only I really care about. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, best promo of the year. Who do you think won that? Best promo. Is this like someone who consistently gives one, or is it just like one specific promo? A promo is kind of like. Because when you call, you, you can say someone is a good promo, you know. Yeah. I think I think that is that. Um, probably is MJF. Actually, oh, I think they just listed this one. Best on interviews. Best on interviews. <sighs> I would have again. Probably is MJF. I, like, like he's just good at all of that. Anything they do with a microphone, kind yeah. of him or Pat. Pat is kind of like WWE's equivalent to MJF. I think I'd say that's a fair statement. No, it's great, but it's, he's like he's like on the level. He's not bad. Uh, it went to Eddie Kingston, which is solid shout. Ah, uh, yeah, his stuff has been really good. Um, like I, I've not, not been hyped Kingston. for his matches until he said some words, and I'm like, I'm behind this man, hundred um, yeah. percent. Like even just uh, the, they released that footage of him giving that kind of um, backstage speech at uh, Brody Lee's uh, memorial show, and it was yeah. just like. You know, uh, oh, well, oh, well, well, fuck you, Ben. I've been dealing with a baby <laughs> for all the He's long 25 minutes, <laughs> honestly. Oh, getting oh. Cool I mean, out I mean, by everyone. You tried to sweet talk me with pasties, you tried to say, Oh, I've got past it. I didn't even twiggle to learn that can open. I'm getting wrong for having a gun. <laughs> Thursday, it's not allowed. <laughs> that is naughty. You are aware we're live, right, Jace? <laughs> <laughs> You're crafty. <laughs> <laughs> Tip it out. Ah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. <laughs> so, how are you, buddy? I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> moving house. Ah, uh, is that why everyone's a bit on edge? Yeah. We've had, we, we've had an offer on ours. Mm. We put an offer in on one. So hopefully it won't be long. Fingers crossed, mate. Um, we're just talking about the Observer's Awards while we were waiting for you to come. So we're just doing a quick run through on that. Did, I, did you I see them? Realized no, I haven't realised they've been published. Yeah, okay. Uh, what have we gone through so far, Garrett? We basically just talked about best on interviews. Uh, Eddie Kingston came up. Um, well, Eddie Kingston won. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the one of my favourite awards that they do is most disgusting promotional tactic of the year. Ooh. If you think about all the disgusting things that have been done in wrestling this year, uh, what is one of the most disgusting things that has been done in wrestling? Huh. Um... 
<laughs> Making them still work during a global pandemic. That's a pretty good one. Uh, forcing people to actually testing them properly. Yeah. Temperature checks and things like that. Yeah. That's generally a, anything to do with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the one that pops to my mind about COVID, uh, telling the wrestlers that if they wanted to isolate and not wrestle, that's fine. They wouldn't be punished. And then stripping Sami, Sami Zayn of the IC title. Yeah. 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 Um, so it, it's it's along those lines, and weirdly, most most of those uh, were WWE related. You know, uh, I don't know why they don't do anything kind of dodgy here and there. No, they're uh, a good family oh. product. WWE firing employees during a pandemic where they were setting profit records. Oh, yeah. I don't really see that as a promotional tax. Well. It depends who you're promoting to. They were probably promoting to the shareholders, so I suppose it's in a sense promoting. That's, a weird, that's, that's a weird thing now. Promoters don't promote to the audience anymore, uh, apart from, I suppose, uh, the all the other promoters, but the biggest promoter in the world doesn't promote to the fans anymore. He just promotes to the shareholders now. Well, yeah, they're yeah. there who are important to Big Vinnie Mac. <laughs> uh, best announcer of the year. Best announcer? Oh... Uh, oh, um, Excalibur? He's been doing pretty well this year. Yeah, it went to Excalibur. Uh, ah, very, sweet. <laughs> very like, I, you know, this is this feels like, because he's, he's been, you know. I mean, when you look at the usual best people, well, for one thing, Ronaldo left. McGuinness couldn't do any commentary for most of the year until NXT UK opened again. And then... I think Barrett's doing pretty well on NXT, but I, I, I'm still waiting to see more of what he could bring to it. So, yeah, that only really leaves the AEW team, to be honest. And even then, the, the legends on that, Shivani and JR, can be a bit patchy now compared to what they used to be, but I think Excalibur's going up. Yeah. Can I just make um, a prediction for next year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next year, it's going to be Paul White. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be Paul White. We'll see how how heavy uh, his uh, he is on commentary. I I, I have no idea. Well, he's five hundred pounds. Be. So, uh, well, well, I'm on commentary. Um, it, it's it's really interesting to see what he he actually wants to do. Uh, does he want to mainly be in ring and just kind of like you know? Uh, finish off his career there in ring does he want to be a manager because he came on yesterday and he, he did the whole um, I, I have a signing coming up a revolution that's going to be Hall of Fame worthy um, who do we think that is for one thing um, shall, I, shall I throw the obvious out there yeah, the obvious nice thing everyone's going to say CM Punk ain't going to be Punk but everyone's going to be like it's CM Punk it's not Les, it is Lesnar that's not a terrible shout. I mean, they're going to have to give him a fat check. Nah, I, mean, Tony... I think it's going to be Mark Henry. Isn't, Isn't he Mark already Henry? a Hall of Famer, though? Yeah, exactly. He's worthy. Well, oh, no, but that's but that's that's the thing. They're implying they're not Hall of Famer, but they're a potential future Hall of Famer. And hasn't Mark Henry said he's gearing up for a match with Orton? Is he in a in a few months? I think I think he mainly just said well, his main point was like he just wants to wrestle this decade because uh he doesn't want to be beaten by a, a big show's wrestled in like more more than he uh, 90s 2000s 2010s that's nearly three but, that's but three Mark, decades 
Mark Henry has four decades because he had a, he had a match last year with he had a match last year with McIntyre. So there's another one. Yeah, that was that was technically at Mania, but not right. That match. Yes. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know who'll sign, but it's 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 is the star of the Big Show show on Netflix. So I will be watching. And yes, I have watched every single episode of the Big Show show. I made it. It wasn't actually. I love that. I love that show. I hated it, but I really <laughs> like. I really like. Uh, uh, it's really weird not calling him the Big Show, but I really like Paul White. Um, he is funny. He's a funny yeah. dude. He also plays Destiny, uh, which I do. Uh, I looked actually the other day. Uh, do you know how many hours I've put into Destiny 2 just on console? Because I also played it on PC. Are we talking like well into the triple digits here? Uh, well, it depends on what, what kind of uh, what measuring stick you want to use. Would you like to try and measure it in minutes, hours, or? Hours. We're going to go hours, obviously. You can try hours, sure. Go on. Are, are we talking like well over 100? Uh, I just throw out numbers 300. Uh, I've been playing Destiny 2 for 35 days. Uh, it'll be 36 when I play it later today. Uh, but that's just on console. Anyway, the big show. Craig's doing some calculations. Uh, also has my love. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, that's what, 850 <laughs> hours or something? Um, 840 hours. 840 hours, there you go. Wow. Big brain. I have big brain. Big brain time. Uh, he also plays Dungeons and Dragons. And, yes. Uh, oh, he's, he's part of that. Um... Hollywood yeah, crew, the, the whole play it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just really like him. He just seems really nice. Oh, he's a, who doesn't love Paul White? Yeah. He's such a lovely man. He is. Uh, all right, let's let's go through just a couple more of the the year end awards. Um, Tag team of the year, Young Bucks again. Uh, female wrestler of the year, Bailey. Wrestler of the nice. year, John Moxley. Uh, most outstanding wrestler of the year, Kenny Omega. Most improved wrestler of the year, Britt Baker. Most mm -hmm. underrated wrestler of the year. So this will, this was a, uh, this is the Cesaro Award, right? Yeah. This, yeah. this has gone to Ricochet this year. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Most overrated wrestler of the year went to Bray Wyatt. Um, I don't think that's entirely fair. No. No. That I can understand. I can understand what somewhat what they mean oh. in that he hasn't actually wrestled that much there's um, that but then he brings amazing. more of the the entertainment aspect to wrestling not i suppose the actual wrestling now he puts his, but melts is melts is all about pure wrestling. wrestling rather than the whole product i think so well i mean it's you know it's his, it's the, the, the fans oh it's the fans that pick this yeah bad form observer fans bad form Technical yeah. wrestler of the year, also known as the Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, uh, thing now is also Zack Sabre Jr. wins that. Uh, which it was, was the, it, the Daniel it, Bryan Award. Yeah, the Daniel Bryan Award. Yeah. Bryan Award. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, da -da -da -da. Feud of the year, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. uh, worst feud of the year, Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Titles. Uh, that's one of my because of, of because of oh, course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's got, <laughs> Dave, it's, got, it, it's got Dave Meltzer's three favorite people in it. Uh, best show, Dynamite. Worst show, Raw. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't really, can't really argue that one. Uh, best promotion of the year, AEW. AEW. Best promotion of the year. WWE. There we go. Um, best major. WWE or Impact. Impact's fine. It's just Impact's like, doing all right. It's just yeah. very low on the totem pole. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, cool. whatever. Point is, none of it really matters. Um, it's it like as much as you can say that WWE is still gonna make profit, AEW is still gonna sit around the 900 mark. Apart from the NXT are now moving to another night. They're moving to Tuesday. Tuesday. Do we do we think this is purely to like because they don't want to go head to head anymore, or is it just purely for other reasons? I think it. I think it is. I think it's. I think it's a few different things. Yeah. I think it is partly the head to head because neither of the shows are really seeing a growth in in the demo. If anything, no. uh, it, kind of AEW, plateaued, hasn't it? Well, AEW is completely still on the demo, which is mm. actually kind of good. Uh, whereas WWE, it means they've got that fan base and it's being consistent. That's the way you can look at that. Right, but but all of WWE's product are going down in the demo, which is not very good. <laughs> because shit. All that, yeah, all that matters is the demo. It's how many people are buying products during the adverts. It's how many people yeah. see an, uh, uh, an advert for Coke and then go like, yeah, I'll have that. Or see an advert for Iron Brew and they're just like, yeah, I'll have that. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, oh see an advert for Budweiser. Uh, see an advert for acrylic paint. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See an advert for see an advert for bleach. Um. Yeah, I I think it will be good for both shows because you have uh you have NXT that are sitting around seven hundred thousand each week. You have AEW that are sitting around eight hundred thousand each week. I think both shows possibly could reach uh, a million when you look at the two next to each other and you see you see them both on around nine hundred thousand, right your brain goes um if they move to different nights then both of them are going to go up by that much right you'll think like oh well both of them are going to hit like 1.8 mil it's probably not going to go up that much at all uh i no. think i think a lot of the nah. people that are watching one or the other are just watching one or the other i don't think a lot of the people are there just like, oh, what am I, which one am I going to watch tonight? Oh. I, I predict you're going to see a few of them hit a million every now and again. Hopefully steady growth for both. Yeah. Uh, especially AEW, which if AEW does well, then WWE are going to step And up then again. again, it's like figures like that aren't always what they're looking towards. They're looking towards who's watching it on catch-up generally anyway. You know what I mean? Like, who's watching it yeah. on Fight TV the night afterwards? Who's recorded it to watch it, like, whenever they can? Yeah. That. I was going to say, with the invention of Sky Plus, you don't have to choose which one to watch. Yeah. You yeah. just watch one out. while you're record, recording the other, or record them both. Yeah. yeah. Well, because that, that, will, that will come down to, like, when the contracts are up for those kind of things, right? When, I don't know what the Fight TV contract is like. Uh, but mm. when it comes time to pay that again, and then, you know, they're like, all right, well, when the negotiations come, and they realize that over this this year, or however long they're doing it for, when they realize that 
so many more people are watching it on there, they'll get more money for it. And it's the same with, you know, um, WWE. It's why uh, well, they're, they're on Sky now, right? Not BT. They're on BT. No, they're on BT. BT. Yeah. The same thing will happen there, you know? Yeah. Is it worth it for them to have it there? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, right then, shall we move over to the point of this episode? So we were trying to do, I guess we call it like a fantasy booking thing. We've come up with two ideas, so we're going to try and trial both of them over the next episode or two. And Jess, you were supposed to take the lead on this one. So do you want to sort yes. of explain how we're doing it this week? So I've pretty much booked a scenario from, from where, well, I'm not going to say what it is yet, but I've booked it from point A, and I've given an expiration date, which will be point B. Basically, I'm just going to go over how I would book that. It is an existing booking that I think was terrible. Okay. And to, to quote a certain Mr. Blompier, I can do it better. So, yeah, I think, so I'll, I'll just, and then if you just want, you just can say yes or no. And then we'll, if you just want to do it, we can do it, keep a tally of points who, who's the best at fantasy booking. <laughs> but we can, we can decide that later. Can we, can we like chime in with like suggestions for changes as well? Like, this is yeah, you can, either, you, you can either chime in with as I'm going, or you can wait till the end and say, well, I'd change this little bit. And yeah, of course. Whatever, whatever, whatever you just want to do. I'm and if any, I'm a little oh. southern book trapped in between two northern books. <laughs> and, and if the people watching want to leave a comment as well, we'll put any suggestions yeah. on the screen. So please throw some stuff out there while we're going for it. Yeah. So I am going to book Shayna Baszler mm -hmm. from the Royal Rumble 2020 to the upcoming WrestleMania. So you're doing a year-long book of Shayna Baszler? That's over a year. That's a year I'm going to a year-long book. I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah, three months. Okay. So, basically, everything about Shayna Baszler in last year's Royal Rumble, I keep the same, except she wins the thing. Last eliminate Charlotte, wins the Royal Rumble. She's going to WrestleMania. Next night on Raw... Becky Lynch is in the ring. Finally, I've beaten Asuka. There's nothing I can't do. Out comes Shayna Baszler. And I keep that exactly the same. She'd get to Becky gets a chunk taken out of her. Everything. You, you keep the bite. You keep the bit where she's I keep the bite. Why? I keep the bite because I wanted to I want Shayna to be just this animal. She is she replacing yeah, Batista? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> The animal, the animal, Shayna Baszler. I don't, I don't, I'm not with you so far, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep with right. it. I'll keep with it. I'm so, going to let you finish. Fast forward to Elimination Chamber. Uh, I'm going to let you finish, but Nia Jax deserves the award. <laughs> yeah, someone got it. <laughs> yeah, fast forward to Elimination Chamber. You've got Becky Lynch in the Elimination Chamber. Not completely... Not completely dominant, but quite easily wins the Elimination Chamber. She continues this path of dominance she's been on since winning the titles at, at the previous WrestleMania. 
It looks like she can't be beaten. And then finally, after weeks, and every week, Shayna's coming out. She's attacking Lynch from behind. She's getting in her face. Just every opportunity she can to, like, just weaken Becky. She's taking it. Go home Raw before WrestleMania. Becky's expecting it. She knows Shayna's going to attack her. So she gets there first and attacks Shayna in her locker room. WrestleMania, night one. You have the match. Baszler, it's not a squash, but Baszler dominates Becky Lynch. Just out-wrestles her, out-manoeuvres her at every step. She's shown that not only is she a dominant in-ring competitor, but she's also a dominant a dominant at mind games and getting in the heads of her opponents. Baszler wins. She wins clean, and it's dominant. You've already, like ruined one of, <laughs> you've already ruined what? one of my favorite moments from last year, and that's Lynch having to forfeit the title after Money in the Bank and Asuka oh, looking no. very cute about it. No. <laughs> okay. But in a oh, different no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but in my I'm I'm sorry, but in, in my uh in my hypothetical, uh she doesn't get pregnant, all right? That's, that's <laughs> what Jace is gonna say. Rollins no, can't get it up, huh? No, she does get pregnant. So the only thing I'm changing about the pregnancy, <laughs> no, is I push Love it back. Triangle. <laughs> okay. So money in the bank. Again, keep that exactly the same. But Becky is in the match. She wins money in the bank. Okay. Then, not the next night on Raw, but the week after. That's when she announces her pregnancy. And relinquishes the money and in the bank. Relinquishes the money in the bank to Asuka. And we still have that lovely moment of Asuka, a cute little face. Okay, okay. To be a mummy. Right, okay. I'm glad you kept that in, but it, I, I, like... it, feel, it feels different, doesn't it? Like, relinquishing the title in the Money in the Bank briefcase. That's and relinquishing, smart. And relinquishing just the briefcase. Yeah. Like two different things. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like, here, you're the best wrestler in the world. You've earned this title. Instead of, hey, you're the best wrestler in the world. Here's a box. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like in that scenario, because the whole thing was the belt was there the whole time, but we just didn't know about it. This one, it's just more like, ah, oh, shit, I've got to leave for a while. Um, Asuka, come here. Take that. You, you, you have it. Yeah. 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 See? And then, but like, it, the more logical sense would be, you know, they would maybe have a match to decide it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I think that's the it's because Asuka was a heel at the time, and I think that's what sort of turned her face was the that lovely moment she had with Becky. Okay, like, oh, gonna be a mummy, and then you see her light up, and you're like, so we we sort of keep that. I know you just don't like it, but it's my fantasy book, and fuck you. All right, uh, so Asuka's got the briefcase. And as pretty much every face has done, every baby face has done that's had money in the bank, she announces beforehand when she's cashing in. Okay. She said, I want, I want this match to be on a big stage. I will cash in at SummerSlam against whoever the champion is. And right through from money in the bank to SummerSlam, Shayna is just running through the women's division. 
She's beaten Natalia. She's beaten Naomi. She's beaten Lana because it's Lana. Just everyone. She's beaten Nia Jax convincingly. The two, probably the two most powerful pound for pound fighters in WWE. She's beat them all. You get to SummerSlam. And this is where Shayna starts getting worried in a match because she's like, oh shit, can I actually do this? She can't get the she can't get any submissions locked in because Asuka's too good. None of her big hit, none of her big moves are working. Can't do it. Mm. She manages to get Asuka. She launches Asuka over the top rope. And she's just there in the ring on her knees, panting, thinking, and you can just see the look on her face, like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Asuka gets back in the ring. As Baszler's getting back on her feet, Asuka sneaks in, roll up, two count. Asuka, dominating. Dominating Baszler, just every big shot she can get. Mm. Then, Baszler makes a comeback. Realises she can't do this alone. She waves down to the from the entrance ramp and out come Marina Schaefer and Jessamyn Duke. Okay. Yeah. That's, I, that's what I, I love them I together. Them. I, I, I love them together in NXT. I think I know where he's going with this. So, they come down, cause the distraction, allowing Baszler to lock in a submission. Asuka doesn't tap. She passes out. Baszler's still champion. Mm-hmm. And then we continue on this road of just Baszler dominating. She's avoiding Asuka at all costs because she knows that was the hardest challenge she's ever, she's had so far. And she's beaten every every woman on Raw. So she says, I'm sick of beating all these little girls on Raw. Bring me someone from SmackDown. So then you start getting SmackDown superstars coming over to Raw to challenge her. She's beaten, she's beaten all of them. She's in the ring a couple of weeks before Survivor Series. She goes, I've beaten everyone. No one can touch me. Nothing. No one in this company is ever going to be able to match me. And unless I can get someone I haven't beaten, I am not wrestling at Survivor Series. Then out comes Charlotte Flair. The only person she hasn't had a match with in WWE. She's been gone. She didn't she didn't win the title from Ripley at Mania. Okay. Ripley went off. So you're you're changing that as well. I'm changing that. It's okay. about alt history. There's gonna be some like butterfly effect and <laughs> it, it's for some reason in your universe the Nazis won. Not much <laughs> but like you know occasionally you'll see someone with an armband. So and yeah, we haven't seen Charlotte since. She was that humiliated by the, the loss to this rookie. She's good, she's been gone. She okay. comes back. The, the match is made. Baszler, Flair, Survivor Series for the title. Match is going ahead. It's pretty even back and forth. Jessamyn Duke, Marina Schaefer keep getting involved. Charlotte keep knocking them down while still dealing with Shayna. Shayna realises that again. She doesn't know how she's going to beat Charlotte. So instead of 
relying on any outside interference or anything. She just walks. She just walks off. Grabs her belt, walks off. Charlotte runs after her, spins around, clocked with the belt, DQ. So now there's two women that she hasn't been able to beat on her own. So either had to have outside interference or cause a disqualification. So from now on, she's just going, she's bullying Adam Pearce backstage. She's like, unless I'm, unless I'm defending my title, I am not wrestling. I'm sick of beating these little girls. Again, just avoiding Charlotte and Asuka, making any excuse so she doesn't have to have a match with them. We get to the room, we get to the next year's Royal Rumble. Okay. And you've got your final four. Asuka, Charlotte, Bianca Belair, Nia Jax. So everyone's everyone's ganging up on Nia Jax. Team up, get her over the rope. Jax is gone. And now you've got Asuka, Charlotte, Belair. Asuka and Charlotte disregard Belair. They don't care about her. They just want to win so they can go on and face Baszler. So they're fighting each other. Fighting, fighting. Bianca is essentially at this point just stood in the corner just like... And then they do, they do that spot where they both go over the top rope, land on the apron. That's where Belair comes in. Bang, double elimination. I keep Bianca Belair winning the Royal Rumble. Because okay, I really want to because I really want to see Bianca Belair and Sasha. Good. And I okay. like nice and I, I like I like nice things. So uh, uh, get, now you've got you've got no opponent for Baszler at WrestleMania as of yet. Raw after the rumble, Becky Lynch comes back. She's had a lovely bouncy baby girl. She's been training. She's sprung back. I've seen people no, do it. No quick. maternity leave, just like. Well, to be fair, she's not... in this in this universe, uh, Seth doesn't, and he's a stay-at-home dad. Stay Seth is a stay-at-home dad. dad. Yeah. So, so Becky, Becky's pulling like the pregnancy equivalent of John Cena, just returning yes. back to the rumble. Okay. Yes. So she's there. She makes it clear that she wants revenge for the humiliating defeat against Shayna Baszler. She's entering the Elimination Chamber. And then you go on, you have your Elimination Chamber qualifying matches. So you uh, participants for the Elimination Chamber, Charlotte, Asuka, Becky, Natalia, Nia Jax, Naomi. That's your Raw, Raw Women's Elimination Chamber. Come to Elimination Chamber. Naomi, Naya, Natalia are all in the ring. Well, in their pods. Asuka's music hits. She doesn't come out. Do it again. She doesn't come out. Camera goes backstage. There you see Charlotte, Asuka and Becky laid out with Shayna Baszler just standing over her with Duke and Schaefer either side. You've got a trainer like maybe Finley there checking on them, a couple of referees. Then a referee says, we need three more for the match. 
So he points at Schaefer and Duke. Get to the ring. You're in the match. So, so Becky rules from the Rumble a few years back. They, they're just yeah. there, so it's like, get the fuck in. Yeah, so they need, they still need one more. Is that, right. looks... that um, World Cup uh, uh, dream where just like all the England, <laughs> England players uh, have ever been injured? There's no one on the bench. It's just like, right, you. <laughs> you. I swear that was a Snickers ad at one point. That. Yeah, I think it was. Okay, now now I'm imagining that exact thing, but the women's elimination chamber, and they just point at me. You. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, well, okay, and I just put on my uh, uh, my ring gear. I legit thought for the England for the England one, you were gonna say, you know, like Germany's backstage, and they're all laid out, and then the England team who'd got kicked <laughs> out like a few, a few times before. <laughs> then the England team who was like all of out. Germany. They don't oh, the whole German, German team. The no, whole German team. No, well, the thing is, if the German team were down, they'd go and find more Germans. But in this, no. the English teams are coming. No. All of Germany must the... not be able to qualify. <laughs> the entire German football team has been taken out backstage, okay. including the reserves. And then what I thought you were going to say was the England team who'd gone out a few rounds previously would just happen to be there. So we're just like, oh, go on then, you get in there. <laughs> just, just and that's how we, that's how we get to, to the be final. There with bloody crowbars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wink, wink. So that's how we end up getting to another World Cup victory. We had to, we had to sneakily get there. Anyway, elimination <laughs> chamber. Continue. Yes, continue. Yeah. So Finley looks behind the camera, realizes he still needs a sixth. Looks behind the camera and just go. So you've got your five, you've got your four in the pods. You've got say Naomi, Nijax, Natalia, Marina Schaefer in the pods. Jasmine Duke in the ring. Wait for whoever's coming out. And then we hear, this is my brutality. Rhea Ripley. That was so polite. Has she suddenly gone like a bit like less metal in this scenario? Oh, I just didn't want to scream into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so Ripley comes out. She's in the match. She just takes it to Jessamine Duke. She remembers all the fucking horrible things that they did to her in NXT while she was trying to get that NXT women's title. Just takes her out, takes her out. Natalia comes out. She's sick of their shenanigans as well, costing the matches. And so now you've just got two on one. They don't care about pinning each other. They're just trying to get a revenge on Duke and Schaefer. Schaefer comes out again, more of the same, till all six are in the ring. Then they just they do that spot that I love where they just all hit their finishers. All hit their the finishers. Other. Just one after the other. Get pinned. They're out. Then now the match actually starts. You get Naomi gets eliminated. Natalia gets eliminated. So you're down to Ripley and Jax. Okay. Ripley wins. Right. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. By giving Nia Jax a riptide from the top of a pod. Did she carry her up? <laughs> she climbed. I don't know nice. how it's gonna work. I don't know how it's gonna work, but I want to see it. So it's in. Did she land on her hole? <laughs> All right, okay. Is that where my hole happens in this universe? That's how the mind hole happens in this universe. Right, uh, anytime we fantasy book, we have to just have some kind of uh, my hole scenario still happen. Yeah. 
The only way I can see a riptide from the top cage is if it's only done when the other competitors are there and they catch. Otherwise, because that is horribly possibly dangerous. Certain death. <laughs> no. Possibly certain death. Or no, she's just going to literally go through the ring. Through the ring, I'll take that. Do like, yeah, do the Cactus Jack Triple H Hell in the Cell spot. Just have the ring collapse at a certain point. Yeah. So Ripley's going on to WrestleMania to face Baszler. And I think from here, it's quite quite an easy story to tell because Ripley's like, you were dominant in NXT. I'm the one who beat you. Mm. You've, been dominant, you've been dominant on Raw. And now I'm here. I'll be the one to beat you. And I'm, I don't like Fastlane as a pay-per-view, but I'm going to have it anyway. So you've got yeah. the, week lead, the weeks leading up to Fastlane. Every week, Baszler, Duke, JF are just jumping Rhea Ripley any chance they get. Sometimes multiple times in a night. Just jumping and trying to wear her down as much as they can before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So fast lane, Ripley says, okay, I've got two people who hate you as much as I do in Asuka and Charlotte. We're going to six-woman tag at fast lane. Raw, go home raw before fast lane. It's just a normal tag match. Charlotte and Asuka against Schaefer and Duke. Charlotte and Asuka get injured. Get concertoed. Yeah, I know. In this know. scenario, are they kayfabe injured or have you just legit injured them? <laughs> no, kayfabe, kayfabe injured. He's legit put them <laughs> on the imagine, shelf. I just imagine it's like, it's just like no, I've, I've gone through every scenario. Uh, in this one, they definitely get injured. They have so to like, put the careers like, like, on the line. Just like... How many? <laughs> how many? How many timelines was I? Did you see? Fourteen million three hundred thousand and one. How many was I not injured? <laughs> All right. Jeff and Duke pulls out a shotgun. <laughs> this is my boomstick. Right, too. So fast lane. They won't cancel the match, so it looks like it's going to be a three-on-one handicap match. Ripley comes to the ring. You know, I thought something like this would happen. You do something to make it so I'm on my own. So I had a backup plan. I brought some friends from NXT. Tony Storm, Io Shirai. Right. Ah. Uh, Ripley's tag partners at Fastlane. They get the win. Get the win. They all lock in submissions on all three of them. All tap out. Because again, I love when that spot happens. So is that Baszler, Duke, and the other one that they've all put in the yeah. submission? They've all okay. all in submissions, oh, all tap out. The other one. That's Roderick Strong's wife. <laughs> Roddy Strong's wife, then fine. I've got some. I've got some. I've got some notes on that <laughs> when we get back to it. I always forget the other one. Really? Roddy's wife. So, uh, Rena Sharif. Okay. 
WrestleMania. You've got Baszler with Duke and Schaefer in a corner, Ripley with Storm and Shirai in a corner. And this match goes a good 40, 45 minutes. It's just back and forth. 40, 45 minutes. That's like... It's it's not fucking Wrestle Kingdom. That's like many, many minutes. Do you have any idea how many 40 minutes that is? Sorry, how Hang many on. 45 minutes? That's 40, 45 minutes. I'm on it. Do you have any idea how many 10, 45 minutes are? That's 450 minutes. This is ridiculous. That's 2,700 seconds. Not long enough, in my opinion. No, that doesn't feel that doesn't feel that long. No. no. The, the reason it's that long is because it's not just one continuous match. Basically, gets itself counted out. Adam Pearce comes out. Nah, not having that. Nah, pal. Finally... <laughs> you doing? We doing this? What do you think you are? Now we've got no count outs. She gets herself qualified. Now I'm here. No DQ, no count outs. Help out! No count outs. So now we got. Essentially, we've got Baszler, Ripley, no DQ, no count outs. And they just go all hell bent. All hell bent? Hell bent for leather. As Judas Priest would say. Okay. They're hitting each other with kendo sticks, chairs. They're both going through tables. There's a nice little ladder spot with Eo Shirai doing a moonsault onto everyone. Is she wearing a bin? She can be wearing a bin. I'll take a bin. She's wearing a, she's wearing a bin, but she's got one on the bottom as well. She's just a bin. She's she somehow managed to just like encapsulate herself. <laughs> yeah. It's a little, she, she's caught she's caught a hole in the bottom of one of the bins so her feet can pop out so she can actually do the jump. So she's she's essentially the opposite of it. Is it a Zorb the called where you're supposed to roll down something safely in a big bubble? Is that the opposite of one yeah. of them where she's gonna hurt like hell? Yeah. But it's a your right, she can handle it. She's hard. True. She's art and she's Japanese. If she if she doesn't do crazy shit in a match, what's the point? I believe that's written on the Japanese flag. Yeah. If it's not, it shouldn't be. We're just going to listen to any any Japanese people watching. It's them. Hey, we're saying nice things. We're saying the hard as fuck. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we're also saying they're batshit crazy. <laughs> To point out to any people who don't live in the UK, when I say hard as fuck, I mean, you know, they're, they're tough people. I don't mean they, you know. Strong style, as it were. Could have multiple connotations still, but go on. So yeah, the match ends. Everyone's laid out. Baszler, crawling. Gets an arm over. One to kick out Ripley gets up just looks pissed she's bleeding because of the she got hit in the head with a moonsault and trash can gets up has that 
blood rage that all wrestlers get for some reason when they start bleeding. And then you two just froze there. <laughs> you both froze when you both had exactly the same facial expression. Sorry, we had, uh, we had a bit of blood rage going on. Hits the riptide. Doesn't just hit it on it, hit it anywhere though. Hits uh, Baszler with the riptide. Not good enough. Picks up Jasmine Do. Hits a riptide on her, onto Baszler. Picks up Schaefer. Hips the riptide onto her, onto Duke, onto Baszler. <laughs> then pins Baszler. One, two, three. Shayna Baszler's year of dominance ends. Now tell me you hated it. I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I, I'm pretty sure Gareth's with me in that we have a few notes. Uh, but I do, I do, I do like that you've at least tried to give her the run with the with the main roster that she's probably should have been deserving this whole time. And yeah. you've also given you've also given Rip, Ripley a more. You've, you've managed to not have Ripley have a downer of a 2020, which is effectively what happened as well. I, I assume yeah. during your during while during while the main roster shit's happening, she's been kicking ass in NXT this whole time as the champ. Yeah. Who? Wait, so the full thing. She, she. This was obviously her call up. So she's not the champion. Who? Who would have won the belt off her when she made the call up? I would say Candice LeRae or Dakota Kai. That's fair. I'd give it to Dakota, but that's fair. Yeah. Dakota Kai with the help of what's her name who helped her? Gonzalez. Yeah. Tall one. Yeah. Ripley 2.0. <laughs> Spanish Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I legit thought you were gonna go you were going with the angle that everyone's been well everyone was one which was gonna be four horsemen versus four four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. See, I was, but I don't like Ronda Rousey. <laughs> oh no, here's the thing. You have it be a four on four Survivor Series style elimination match and have her go out straight away. Yeah, that could have worked. Smart booking. It's yeah. Just smart booking, Greg. Yeah. Just smart. Yeah. Just smart having, the big, having the biggest name go out in 30 seconds. Comes in, you know, they do it at Mania. They have the big entrances, even give Rousey hers. Why not? The, the bell rings. She's calling the fans idiots or whatever it was she called them on the Steve O podcast. Turns around, bam, straight into a bank statement, taps out, fucks off. Then you get you get the, one of the, the biggest pops of the night doing that as well. Yeah, probably. Especially if it's Sasha, you you you'd probably legit get the fans doing the whole na 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 hey yeah. hey hey goodbye. And imagine the pop when Rhea Ripley wins the Raw Women's Title at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, in this uh, this uh, hypothetical of yours, does COVID not exist? Well, they haven't fans it this year's WrestleMania. That is true. That apparently is possibly happening. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, twenty-five thousand are allowed apparently. Twenty-five thousand. Stupid. Yeah. Well, if they go to Texas, they can have as many as they want now. 
Attacks has just basically been like whatever now. No, there's no mask mandate. Five thousand over the two nights. I think everything in Texas is basically enlisted. There's no mask mandate at all anywhere. No, unless no, not Texas, unless no. a store. Because I mean, on a tangent, you know, a stores themselves like can say you need a mask to come in, but you know, assholes aren't going to listen to it. I mean, all um, the Karens that live there will be like, "You don't know my rights. You can't tell me what to do." Anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like the idea. I, I, overall, it's very good. I was a massive Shayna Baszler fan. Yeah. Um, I I don't understand how you can look at someone. Right. So right now we're getting Matt Riddle doing some good stuff and winning a title. Right. Matt Riddle yes. is just a face Shayna Baszler. Like they they wrestle very similarly. They uh, you know both uh, MMA. Uh, uh, you know, alumni, I suppose. Shayna Baszler, yeah. down in NXT, her back and forth with uh, Kyrie Sane, and things like that. It was a that was a great David and Goliath story, because mm-hmm. she's a convincing Goliath. See, I I think where you where you've gone wrong is is still the um is still the one where she bites. Uh, <laughs> I just don't think it's needed. Um, I could see why he's keeping it in, because I think in this universe he is legit trying to make Bears look a little bit unhinged as well, I suppose, with her savagery. Yeah, like, given her, like, she doesn't give a shit. Yeah, like Mike Tyson, you know. Yeah, biting ears. Yeah, exactly. Make her, like, that kind of dangerous person. Right, but she's... She can hurt people in so many ways. So could Tyson. Right? So <laughs> yeah, but, but, but like so many wrestling ways, right? She she was a submission magician before NXT. Like she genuinely could fucking do some damage, you know. Just have her come out and break someone's bloody arm. Just have her come out and hurt someone properly. I think you could still have the biting and the arm breaking stuff. You could, you, you could, you could basically have in the early days have her do all these kind of crazy like, oh look, she's bitten someone this week. Oh no, she's broke someone's arm this week. She ran she someone over with a car this week. You know, maybe not. She's that not last one. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe the biting. Or itself she, what is it with that family running people over? It's 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 their thing now. Yeah, Perfect. maybe it's not. The biting that was a problem. It was more how it was presented, because she, from from my memory, she practically just went out there and they talked and then she bit, right? Okay, so what if what if what if you dressed it up differently so it wasn't just like very random event to happen? You know, maybe 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 do the Tyson angle to it, have her in a match and she just does it. You know, yeah, I think that's it's like good. That's good heel. I think because, like you're saying, this bloodlust thing, right? Yeah. Right. Have her uh, put a blood pack in her nose, right? Somebody makes her bleed. Somebody makes Shayna Baszler bleed, right? And she yeah. does this. She does this thing where, like, she pulls it down and just is so angry and has this bloodlust, like you mentioned. Uh, but she she bites, right? And she yeah. rips a chunk out um, of someone's neck. Because whoever, because then it's because it, then it's more like 
uh, you could even make that more of a character thing. Like the second she, uh, they probably wouldn't do it very often because it's blood. But maybe on a pay per view here and there, she she sees she literally is the one that sees red. You know. Well, like here's the thing: she's always been good at that whole sort of in ring story angle. Like the one thing that really sold me on her was that match where her arm pops out and she has to force it back in with the ring post. You could do like little things like that. Maybe someone does not like a big injury like that to her, but enough that she gets enraged that it doesn't necessarily have to be she makes them bleed. She just completely pulverizes them till the match can't mm-hmm. continue sort of scenario. Like ref ref stop it ref, referee stoppage kind of angle on one of them. She just completely sparks someone out. Yeah, you she's the kind of character that you could give her a pain makes her stronger type character. Yeah. Like, uh, which which match was it that Charlotte um, won where she like had to do the she had to do the figure eight with one hand. Oh, oh I, remember that. I can't remember the match though. Yeah, did, I, did, I remember Be- that. Becky won Mania, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. It wasn't that one. Um, but she was doing the figure eight with one hand. I imagine I imagine Baszler could dislike like she's the kind of character where if you have her in maybe her pay per view singles debut right uh, after after the Rumble in your in your hypothetical she wins the first Rumble right wins yes. the first Rumble yeah you have her go to Fast Lane uh, as just like she's already said who she wants to fight um, uh, who did you, you had her against Becky at Mania right yeah okay let's say who's aligned with Becky in some way. Uh, Bailey's still face at that time. Or does she... No, she was heel already, wasn't she? She's been heel for well over a year, yeah. yeah. Quite a well, while now. Someone, someone that's close to Becky, right? You have her face them at fast lane. Seth. And just... <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, you have her face them <laughs> the at fast there. lane. And just, just like, gets gets injured and kind of rebels in it. Mm. Uh, you know, and and even with a dislocated arm, pops it back in again, do the same spot. Yeah. Doesn't matter, just still absolutely destroyed. Doesn't see the bloodlust again. Um, it, yeah, I mean, you just, you just have her literally be like bloodthirsty. That's what that's what I'd call her, right? If you Because they love giving people like a little bit of a title of some kind, whether it's a shorty G or whether it's, uh, uh, you know, the Viper or something like that. Uh, I would actually call her like like bloodthirsty any anytime you sort of introduce her or, or like her you know that's what i do yeah i'd make it all about that fuck it why not if she wants to bite someone once and then they never bring it up again you gotta go all the way fucking in you gotta be like nah she is bloodthirsty right she wants to hurt you and she doesn't and she wants to be hurt you know like i, I feel like i'm i'm bordering onto like a full-on snm uh shana Baszler run <laughs> Well, fuck it. I don't care. She ends up she ends up fighting uh, she ends up fighting Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley is like you know uh, chains and some of her earlier gear was almost uh, BDSM gearish. So why why the fuck not? Um, I can imagine um, they they have a match and she just like chokes uh, uh, Ripley with one of her chains or something. Yeah, I think just comes out. Just comes out one day, a new theme song, Chains and Whips Excite Me. Or whatever that song is by Rihanna. Yeah. I actually quite like her. Um... Comes out in a gimp mask. Gimp mask, ball gag. What, what is it's her... basically rated on Summers for everything. 
what's the what's the thing that uh, goes at the start of Shayna Baszler's music? That like it's kind of like a chugging steam engine type thing, isn't it? It's kind of it, it reminds me of like a workhorse type thing. I think there's like uh, hooves plodding along the ground. I'm le- I legit can't even remember her entrance theme right now, so I'm a bit useless here. I know, yeah, I really like it. I don't know why. It sounded a bit like the Hardy Boys at certain points. She comes out to East End thing. I would hate to say. That's what they should have. That's what they should have done. If, if the Good Brothers ever come to work for a UK promotion, they've got to have them come out at the East Enders theme and introduce them as the Mitchell Brothers. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that could actually be that could be doable for the progress shows where they do it in like a different time period. Yeah. Who would you? All right, then. Uh, uh, this is another fancy booking. Well, we do a progress. <laughs> one. We do a progress ninety show. They come out as uh, the Mitchell Mitchell brothers, like a Mitchell brothers knockoff, essentially, is what they do yeah. against Ant and yeah. Deck. But who's Ant and Deck? Who's going to be doing this Ant and Deck? Is this is this Biker Grove era Ant and Deck as well? I guess so. If it's, I think it would be right. If it's the nineties, who's a duo from the nineties? Will it be either Biker Grove or what was that uh, show? Keith Harrison. Oh, I forgot what it's called now. Is it SNM TV or something they used to do? SMTV Live. Yeah, it's either them, it's either that version or a Panker Grove. But yeah, who who would be them? They'd have to be well, short. Were they were they were they they were around in the early two thousands, right? Well, and Deck. No, uh, Mitchell Brothers. Nineties predominantly. The nineties were where I think they were mainly like. Peak. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, but I remember them when I was like, fucking, what? How old was I? Seven, eight. So, because all I'm saying is, if we go early two thousands, we can do Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Ooh. Right. Okay, we'll do both scenarios then. So, if they did the nineties show, it'd be Ant and Deck, and then we'll cool. do two thousands Dick and Dom. But who's? who's if if you're doing, bungalow? yeah, if you're doing. <coughs> Excuse me. If you, if obviously if we're doing out in deck, it's got to be wrestlers from the northeast in general. Could could we could we get like um, primate and put a wig on? Pick up, put a wig on him. You have to shave Maybe, him. but but he could. You could even shave him. He'd be a good Mitchell brother, you know. That's true as well. He could be one of the Mitchells. Damn it. Well, why isn't why isn't it just the Mitchell Mitchell against Mitchell? <laughs> Who's into the versus Ross Kemp? Who's another bold wrestler? Battle of the Mitchell Brothers. Who's another bold wrestler? Stone Cold. The, like half of them. <laughs> From the Northeast. Uh, Rampage? Nearly there. Yeah, but. You? You've had a haircut. Yeah, I've had a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Chelsea. a wrestler. Chelsea, Chelsea's going to be so mad at you. Why? <laughs> she likes your hair. She I, thought. Tell you, tell you the truth. When we last recorded, and she saw you like that. She thought it was weird that you weren't wearing a hat and said it wasn't allowed. <laughs> well, all right, head shape. It's, it, it, it fits. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, you look good. I like it. 
just got bored to on. throw your bald head under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> just got I got bored on Saturday and Hattie said Hattie said to us, Should we cut your hair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? So she started yeah. hacking out of the kitchen scissors. And it just got it a little bit fine stage. with the kitchen scissors. Yeah. And then we had, then she had to go to her sisters and get uh our brother in law's shears. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Well, I like I like your pitch. I like yes. the pitch of Baszler. It's not bad. Um a little One... bit of mess here and there. I think like, Cody like, do you really need to bring bus, but... Becky Lynch back so early? Because I, I just think even in this fantasy scenario, that's far too soon. I think, you, I think you could swap her with someone else. The only thing with Lynch is, I was trying to think of like realistically, who could people see taking the title from her? And the only three I could think of would be Charlotte, Asuka, Becky. If Kyrie stuck around, you could do you could really yeah. make that, and you got yeah. you got a lot of footage to work with for for things like that. Because you only you only brought uh, Becky back for like one pay per view build up, right? Yes, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think you could bring someone else. Well, to be fair, maybe maybe even with with Becky, I didn't even have a wrestle. Oh, uh, all right. I just okay. had to come back. Like she's going to be in the chamber, but then she wasn't in the chamber. Well, then again, you you don't need her. Then you could just swap her with someone else. Well, yeah, because it's the it's chamber. The get, chamber it's match itself, heat, then, right? It's it's to like yeah, it's to, to yeah, get cheap heat. Because so the I chamber would... match itself is the odds are against there. It's five on one, so you don't need potential. You don't really need yeah. a big star. You just need the bodies to make that believable. See, I don't, I don't know because if all you're doing is bringing someone back just to not have it happen if in yeah. future it then happens sure you can lead into it but but i feel like i feel like no matter who you brought it would it probably would it wouldn't translate to decent heat uh if it just was like doesn't matter who you bring you know it could be it could be um becky it could be trish it could be anyone like that mm. um but if all you're doing is just they get beaten and then you know nothing happens then I don't know if it works that well. Um, maybe if it's super babyface, Becky coming back would be babyface. But you know, you know, like how? Imagine if you could somehow take someone out of a match that was having like Kofi's rise. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be a, a good way. But the only way that you could actually make that work is if then that person becomes who she faces. Maybe that's the point. Instead of Lynch. You make that um, the person that, that gets kicked out of the match is Rhea. If if you want to do that kind of thing, yeah. right? Uh, maybe maybe one of the like Marina Sharif or whatever um, wins? Question mark. Somehow, just by heelish tactics, um, maybe they start the chamber anyway. Rhea like comes back like injured. Um, that's yeah, yeah. I, I don't know because I feel like just throwing someone out of the match might not work as well. Mm. Yeah, see where you're coming from. Maybe, maybe Rhea comes back to the ring and they've already filled her spot. Um, and she gets in somehow, maybe by like assaulting an official 
right, by like taking the key and like make getting her way inside. Uh, and and wins, but it isn't counted officially because she wasn't an official entrant. Yeah. Right? Does that work? Yeah. No, I think that would work. Yeah. I don't know. If it it, it feels like I'm uh, like I'm doing some some fucky WWE booking there. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe I'd have Shayna in the chamber, right? And she she is beeping people up so that she can get her horsewoman in there, like you're saying. Because the reason that Marina yeah. Sharif and, and yeah, um, that could work. are in there is because people are beaten, right? So she beats yeah. up uh, mainly Rhea Ripley is the main one to get to get her people in there. So so really in the chamber. It's just uh, Shayna, Jasmine, uh, Duke, and, and Marina Sharif against three people. Whether that's Nia Jax and, and, and you know Naomi and Natalia or something. Um, yeah, like that. Like she she's she's like being being an utter bastard. I think it works. Like, that definitely works. Still builds her up as being. A beast, but you, you are moving more into the sort of snivelly heel territory by the fact she's now needing her bezies to try and make sure she, she stays on top. So it's yeah. certainly a good way around that. I think even Jezway was good. I mean, I do like, I do, it is quite always an interesting angle to do that way. You've got the, the cards set, but then last minute before the match, it changes. Changes. So I think, I think it works either way. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add to it, Garrett? Or any other notes? I'm not sure. I like that it is. Um, it's it's a it's a weird story. Doing NXT again, where you have um, real win from her again. But it leads, you know, it could always tell a story down the line further. Because um, you know, having Rhea beat Shayna twice. I don't. I don't mind that. I, one of my favorite stories is obviously uh, the the Golden Lovers having the only person able to kick out of a certain move be Ibushi. If somehow they do it so that Rhea is the only one that can yeah. really get around Shayna, I I quite like that. I I don't mind that because again that just builds into a new into a story in of itself. Like you said, like if if you have Rhea win. The two in big fashion, then eventually Rhea's going to get. A f- uh, sorry, Shane is going to get the third one. Probably is it maybe uh, you could do it as a mania, and that's like how you build a match for next mania. That a bit mm-hmm. like um, Austin, and I suppose Austin and Rock. How Austin's like how he needs to beat the Rock, but obviously you're taking the title out of that picture. Just have it be that Shane needs to beat Ripley because she just needs to. But yeah, you could even like go after that, like after Baszler's lost the title to Ripley, she just goes on this spiral of just becoming more and more unhinged, more and more deplorable, depressed. Just everything's just like her world's coming apart, and the only thing that's gonna, the only in her <laughs> mind, gonna. All right, sorry. <laughs> In her mind, the only thing that's going to make her whole again is being able to beat Ripley. Mm-hmm. And you could use that again for another long story with Shayna. And I think I think she does have the chops to carry it off. 
I think I think what you could do with that is if you've had this year of dominance, then you basically not necessarily a full year after, but have a year where this is where she's gone into a spiral and is losing a lot. Yeah. And then you build that up into her finding her killer edge again to then challenge Rhea at the next Mania. Yeah, and I'll, for the third one, for the third match, I would not have the title there. Yeah, yeah, you don't need it. You don't need I it would, at all. I'd have Shayna, at, sorry, I'd have Rhea lose the title at, at Survivor Series. Have, give her a nice long run with it, have it lose it at Survivor Series or somewhere around there, or have someone cash in money in the bank on her to, to get the title, and then just WrestleMania, Baszler, Ripley, it's just a fight. Yeah. Not for a title, it's just for bragging rights. Yeah, no, I agree. No, that, that's like a perfect way to go about it, to be I honest. Dig I dig it. Uh, I, think, I don't really have anything else to add. Uh, Garrett, once again, anything else? No. I think we did good there. So, well, thanks for joining us again, everybody. Uh, like I say, we've, we've got two kind of different ideas we want to do for this whole fantasy booking. So uh, should we go ahead and do the other one next week, lads? Yeah, we'll give it yeah. a try. We'll make it more it like a a, an improv on the fly thing with just like we'll throw out whatever and and see what sticks. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, if you would like to find us on the usual channels, it's the Bear Hook Club podcast on Facebook and YouTube, Bear Hook Club pod, Instagram, and Bear Hook Club Twitter. Um, not much else coming up this week. I've got some videos we're trying to get edited because we've done a bit of extra recording for YouTube. So hopefully we'll get that out soon. But if not, just catch us here next week for the live recording. Take care, everyone. <laughs>